Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Roundtable Podcast. Today, the Roundtable Podcast will be honoring Tutu Day by interviewing four of the six members of Otsego's second grade team. Welcome, ladies. Welcome to the table. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I am super excited. I know we've been working on this for quite some time, and first of all, just thank you for carving out the time during your very busy days, having people cover your classes. I know it was a big commitment. We've been working on this for weeks and weeks, so this is super exciting for me, and um, I am excited for you to get to share some of your insight with our listeners. So let's start off, as we typically do, by having each of you introduce yourself and your history here at Atsego. My name is Heidi Feehan. My maiden name is Heidi Cookson. Um, I have lived here my entire life. I grew up in Grand Rapids, went to Grand Rapids Elementary, actually taught third grade in the same modular classroom I went to third grade in. Um, I graduated from Otsego in 1998, and... Let's see, my married to my husband, Brad. He is a firefighter in BG. And my daughter, Ellie, is a Natsego graduate in 2022, is now at University of Cincinnati. And my son, Cohen, is a senior here at Segal as well. Um, Segal is my forever place. Well, welcome, and we're very excited to have you. Hi, I'm Karen Magram, and I've also been here forever like Heidi. Um, I was trying to figure it out because I moved here in the second grade, so I moved here in 1986. And um, my grandparents and my mom and my stepdad, they all graduated from Otsego. So um, we have a long line as well. And my daughter, Olivia, graduated last year. She's at BGSU for architectural engineering. And then Isabel is a junior this year. So um, we love Otsego. And I teach second grade, and I've done that for the last 20 years. But I started um, as a student teacher in at, at the Grand Rapids Elementary. And I was right there with Aaron and Heidi when I was student teaching. And so we've been together for like 21 years. Wow. So it's pretty exciting. <laughs> That's very, that's very impressive. Welcome. Hi, I'm Katie Word. Um, I have been teaching at Otsego for 10 years now. Um, I've been teaching for a total of 15 years. I started out um, down in Hancock County. I uh, worked at a very tiny school teaching kindergarten uh, called Van Lu. Um, and then kind of, you know, life brought us up north a little bit. My husband is now a principal, an elementary principal in Sylvania. Um, but we love the Atsego area and decided to make it our home. So we moved here a few years ago. Uh, my son, Joel, is a third grader at Atsego. Um, and we just couldn't be happier to be part of this community. And I couldn't be happier to teach here. I am Erin Funk. And this is my 24th year at Atsego. I started out teaching third grade for five years. And then I taught fifth grade for three years, and then I moved to second, and I've been in second ever since. And I um, love this community so much. I'm so excited to be a part of it. My family lives in Waterville, and I have a junior at BGSU and a freshman at the University of Toledo, and then I have a fifth grader who goes to school at Fallen Timbers Middle School in the Anthony Wayne District. Well, welcome, ladies. I know it's so great that you're all super, you know, experienced teachers on the team and also have many good roots and have, you know, busy life outside of school. So it's definitely um, a pleasure to have you here with us. 
Uh, speaking specifically to Heidi and Karen, since you both mentioned you graduated from Otsego and you lived here and your kids go here, what is it like for you? Especially, you know, you said you were teaching in the same classroom that you attended school, and that's fascinating to me. So what is that like for you working where you graduated? The fun thing for me about teaching at Otsego is seeing previous students or former students, we have one sitting in the room with us right now, RJ, <laughs> and seeing them growing up and do things that they love and enjoy. Um, now I'm starting to have previous or former students' children. I love having classmates' children. Um, I have my cousin's children. Um, and it's also really fun for me because my great aunt taught it at Sego and so did my aunt and uncle. So it's like a family tradition. We all bleed orange, black, and white. So it, that is, and the final thing is the watching the changes. It's amazing what has happened from what I remember in my beginning years at Sego to now, how in such positive changes. Oh, absolutely. I can only imagine because it's changed so much since I've been here. Yeah. I love that you bleed orange, black, and white, except during the brown season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can add brown in there okay. for sure. All yes. right, good. All right, Karen? Um, I think for me, at first, it was a little awkward because I was teaching with people that taught me, and then I was, like, in this different role. And then also, like, I just felt like I couldn't even go to the grocery store without makeup and, like, my teacher clothes on. But now that I have some years under my belt, I feel a lot better about that, um, obviously. But I also feel like I feel so lucky that I get to be here and that I've been here because my memories and are now my kids' memories. And it's just we're such a close community that I don't feel like... Like when I was coming into this podcast, I was so distracted by all the kids coming into study hall. And they're not even kids that I had. <laughs> they're just because they know me and they know my daughter. And I just feel like that is what Otsego is all about or all those relationships that we build. Absolutely. And that is a huge plus in our small, beautiful, extended family district. Um, so speaking about curriculum, uh, some of the parents out there might want to understand a little bit about how is second grade different in its curriculum compared to that of a first grader or into the next year as a third grader? Um, so I can talk a little bit about this because I did teach first grade here for about, I believe, four years. Um, so I would say probably the biggest difference we, we see in our students is that in first grade, we are really helping them along, you know, with multi-step problems and those kind of things. And by second grade, we're really working more on problem solving themselves and that independence to be able to, when tasked with a problem, whether it is an academic problem or a social problem, to start working through those things themselves. You know, kindergarten and first grade are kind of about gathering those tools. And then once you get to second grade, we are looking for a little bit more independence. You know, that that bridge between second and third grade is probably one of the biggest jumps that kids are going to make independence-wise. So we have a lot that we need to do between um, first and second grade. Um, I would say academically, you know, when we start second grade, we really are looking for our kids to be readers. Where our curriculum starts kind of assumes that kids have the basic skills to read. Same with writing. We assume they have the basic skills to write. Now, every kid is different and, you know, we welcome them at any stage that they're at. But if you're looking at our curriculum and our standards, I would say that's probably one of the biggest differences between 
first and second grade. And, you know, I give all the credit to first grade teachers because <laughs> if you look at where a first grader starts and where they end, it's it's huge. Um, so that would I would think that's probably the biggest difference between um, first and second grade. And I think the difference between um, third, second and third grade is like kind of like Katie said about building on the independence. When I look at the readers that are coming in, we really are trying to we they are more independent, but we're still guiding them. And then when they get into third grade, I feel like there's a lot more content based things where they're trying to figure out the content. They're becoming more independent. Um, but the one thing that is beautiful about our Ohio standards are they if you look at them you can kind of see the flow. And what it is, it's like one of our standards is, you know, asking who, what, when, where, why, and how questions in literature and in text. And in both of those things, those standards carry on from really pre-K through fourth, fifth grade. And it's just like building on those and the actual like content and the deeper knowledge of it. So I feel like there is a good flow, but there is, like Katie said, a pretty big jump from second to third grade with that knowledge. Well, you both spoke that very eloquently. And as a parent of both a first grader and a third grader, you know, I find that to be extremely fascinating. So I guess one of my questions, because some of you have been in other areas and other grades, what do you like the most about teaching second grade? And you kind of did touch on that with the growth of independence and whatnot. This is going to sound silly, but what I love the most about second grade is second graders. (laughs) I'm seven or, you know, eight year olds. They're the best. They're sweet. They're excited to learn. They come to school every day with a huge smile to see their friends, to see their teachers. And when they learn something new, they are so excited. So they kind of make you feel like a rock star. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And so in terms of stuff like outside factors of what you do, in addition to the general standards and curriculum, I know most grade levels typically take a field trip or something. And and can you talk to us about what that is? And if it's the same every year, or maybe why you go to that location, if, if that's the same? So we go to Sauter Village. And it is a really fun field trip. It is about an hour away. So some of our kids have been there before, but a lot of our kids have not. And so I feel like every year they're always a little surprised, even though we try to prepare them. It, they really are like, wow, it really is like stepping back into the past. And they, it fits really well into our curriculum because we are learning about what it was like in the past as compared to now. And they, they really love it. And we usually go in the fall and it's a, just a really pretty time to go to something like that. You're on a farm. And they just really, they enjoy it every year. They And we like to go in the fall, too, because they talk about it for the rest of the year. That's fantastic. And so you have go you go there, like, every single year, yes. except maybe COVID year or something. But Yes, and I think, oh, I think we made it the COVID year because we went in the fall. Oh, yeah. And then in the next year, we went in the spring. Oh, so everybody, perfect. everybody has gone, gotten to go who was a second grader. So that was nice. Yeah, that's, it's awesome that we have Sauter Village so close to us. I mean, it's a huge resource and they probably get a ton of field trips. Yeah, there's usually a lot of people there, but yeah. it's, it's a really nice place and the kids enjoy it. Absolutely. Um, This is going to be super interesting to me, but what are some of your favorite memories that you've had over the many years that you've been teaching? We talked on the way over here how this is an impossible question. I mean, we could make a whole podcast out of just this, but the one I came up with is that 
One year, we dressed up as M&Ms for Halloween. When I say dressed up as M&Ms, I mean we took colored t-shirts, put an M on them, and wore white gloves. That's as far as we went with a pair of jeans, okay? (laughs) And we surprised the kids. They were out at recess, and we went outside to pick them up, and we surprised them as M&Ms. And you would have thought, like, it was the most exciting thing. They were throwing their coats in the air, and they were screaming (laughs) and applauding. And we just stood there all smiled. We were all proud. But... Like, again, second graders just make everything fun. I I really have a hard time picking. And um, when I was thinking about it, I, you know, we've been in our new building for a while now. But then I was thinking back to my times at Haskins and some of the crazy stuff that went on. And um, my room would flood. So there was that. <laughs> and, and sometimes I had to, like, you know, up, uplift my class and, like, go in the art room that day or something. But... Um, now that I think of it, I um, had stability balls as a whole class to help with focus, and um, we lost electricity. And so it's like early in my teaching career, and here I am with everybody sitting on a stability ball. And I was in the basement, so there were no light. So it was like pitch black. So I like had to dig around. I don't even know if I had a cell phone back then. Probably I did, but um, I had to dig around for my science kit flashlight so everybody could safely get out of the basement <laughs> with no lights. And so then I taught from the cafeteria that day because we continued school so um it's just some of those memories but I feel like Heidi said every day is just such a blessing because eight-year-olds are so fun like even when you said that I think what's my favorite memory well weirdly enough when I sneeze and 21 people say bless you it's so cute (laughs) like it's just so great um I also really had a hard time with this because I, you know, there's so many memories. And to be perfectly honest, a lot of the ones that stuck out in my head are the ones of like kids accidentally cussing Mm -hmm. or like (laughs) things that I really can't repeat. And also in my situation, all those kids are still here. (laughs) So in like two or three years, my true favorite memory I can share but this student is still here, so I'm not going to share it yet. All right. Well, we'll but, definitely welcome you back because I have got to hear the story. <laughs> but I will say what I came up with was I love going on our field trips. And part of the reason I love that is because I just have the best team. And the six of us have so much fun together. So it's the four of us plus Karen Ludwig and Gretchen Seeger. And on the field trip, we're always blessed with so many parents that – you know, we are able to walk around, we get to see all of our kids. And so we kind of walk around together, we get to see all of our kids, and we just have the best time together. So I kind of feel like, you know, yes, it's the field trip part of it. But I would also say, you know, my favorite things about my job and my favorite memories, almost all of them involve my team. So it's beautiful. you guys... Are you all touched? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I surprised are. them. I didn't even yeah, tell them no, I was going to say that. That was a secret. Yes. Yeah. That, that was very good beautiful. One. I have to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I agree with Katie. This job would be nearly impossible without the people I work with. Yeah. yeah. We have a good team. We have so much fun together. And I do want to say one thing that hasn't come up yet that I know you guys like too, the music program. Yes. I look forward so to the cute. music program. Every single year, they, because they are seven and eight, they take it so seriously and they're learning their emotions and they're doing their songs and you can hear them singing them for like months. And then when they get there that night, they're so cute and they're so serious and they're waving to their families and we get to sit in the front row. And so they're just beaming at us. And I 
I just love it. It's one of my very favorite things to do is watch them do that music program. So, Have you had your music program for this school year? No. Is it in the spring then? Yes. Yes. As a parent and an avid theater lover, you know, I just want to have Mrs. Miss Rabine and Miss Zemanski on the show because what they do with those elementary kids, K through five and the recorders and everything, it is mind blowing how comfortable and confident those kids are on stage. I, I, I 100% agree with you as a parent, just watching those that is such a heartwarming, heartwarming experience. And the crazy costumes, and one day they're an insect or something. It's like, yes. I don't know. It's the, wild. But the they do a they come great job. Yes, we are very fortunate to have our music program in the yes. elementary. Uh, speaking about your, like, Halloween costumes and your team bond, first of all, are you – do you think that you're, you know, I don't want to be, like, biased and not, like, the best team in the elementary, but do you think you're, like, the team that's might maybe worked together the longest? Do you think – I mean, Erin and I have worked together my entire career. Wow. Well, they did take us away from each other for two years, and I think they realized their mistake <laughs> and got us back yeah, together. But no, I I think probably. Yeah, yeah, we've been together a really long time, and we've done so much. Like, Erin and I, like, used to go to the same church, and, like, we just – in Heidi – Heidi's son plays basketball and my daughter was a cheerleader. It's just like we have so many things that we do outside of school together. I think that just makes us a lot closer, you know. Yeah, you can really feel like the family, like the sisterhood vibes. And I think that the students and the families know that as well about your team. So We always joke how I believe Aaron is going to be the first one to retire. And we're always like, okay, however many years Aaron has left, let your husbands know. That's Aww. also when we're all going. We're all <laughs> like, going oh, at no. the same time. That would yes. be a very big detriment to the district, but I can understand. And speaking of Halloween costumes, I just have to know this because I'm in awe of every grade level's costumes every year on X or Twitter and you're posting these pictures. But when do you start planning and how do you decide? Because I feel like you have to know now what you're doing in the fall. For- it's so hard. <laughs> like sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, ladies, we got to get this figured out. And I mean, sometimes we think it's great, but like we had no idea that M&Ms were going to be so popular. And then other times, like we were gnomes one year and the kids didn't, they couldn't figure it out. So <laughs> that was a fail. No, was, yeah. So but the prime people who were, was that? What grade was the prime? Third grade. Oh, Third grade. They really killed it this year. They that did. was very popular. <laughs> yeah. So we talk about it, but we never nail it down real early in advance because we just, we just don't know. Well, we yeah. need to take some of this and um, get a little bit more festive up here at the high school. <laughs> we need to get some The kids do to, like it. Yeah. We do it for they the kids. Do. They love it's it. It's so fun. All right. Um, how about in terms of anybody out there who might be listening who has an incoming second grader, what could the second grader themselves and their families expect for next school year? What I tell families is to take advantage of the fact that you still have a little one that wants to sit mm-hmm. and read with you. And cuddle up on the couch. Believe me, I miss those days so much. Cuddle up on the couch, read together, talk about the story. You read a page, they read a page, or you just read the whole book to them. But just teach them to love reading. And part of that is also getting a chance for you to steal cuddles. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it seems as though that's the last question I have for you, ladies. And I just feel like it's been a huge honor to hear from you. I think besides the preschool teachers, you are the first 
representatives of a team. I know we are down to individuals and unfortunately we don't have enough room currently to host everyone on your team, but it has been a pleasure to get to connect with you professionally over here in the Roundtable podcast. I know we have many of you who are avid listeners, so we want to thank you for your support and hopefully you can share this out with people who may be interested in hearing a little bit more about the curriculum and experiences of an incoming second grader for next year. I do not miss a podcast. You guys are amazing. From the very first one till now, the first one was great, but you've come so far, and I'm very proud to say these are Atsego students putting this together. Yes, it's very cool to think that our kids are going to get experiences like this. So thank you for all of the work that you put into it, because that's, you know, seeing things like this are what helps us remember it's worth it, and this is this is where our students are going. So thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Thank you for tuning into the Roundtable podcast. Special thanks go out to our digital producer, Owen Henderson, our technology director, Luke Swartz. And as the advisor of the Roundtable, I'd also like to shout out my entire student team. Thank you for all you do to keep this show rolling.